Sleep on a bed. That's corruption. I could make a fake snake. You not pee in the pool. You 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 you, you not pee in Tim Duncan. All of myself is clean. <laughs> Broadcasting from the board of directors conference room here at Hardmark headquarters. Welcome to the Hardmark podcast, a show where I, Eric Donaldson, wrestling fan of over thirty years, introduce one match per episode to my co-host who has never watched wrestling. We we what do we do? We talk about the backstory. We watch the match, and then we rank that match on our ever-growing list. The purpose of this show is twofold: first, to see what happens when someone who's never watched wrestling is introduced to its most notable matches, and secondly, as a window into the mind of my co-host, he is the man of a thousand compliments, the soul skater, the mater d of Matt Drama, the Tampa Bay topsider, the living painting, the talent, the stein-holding superstar, and the man of a thousand frozen towels, flying Ryan Murphy. How are you today, sir? Very good, very good. Good, good, yeah. good. I gave you two extra times. Yeah, I know, I, I, both of those. I, uh... A lot's happened. Since we uh, since we last recorded, both was that the last episode we did was the Stein holding. The Stein holding was in, was in fact the last episode that we that we did. How, let's we'll just go in chronological order. So you successfully defeated Colton Colton Brown. C- correct. Hopefully, all the Markomaniacs have already checked that video out. Hopefully, that's not a you know spoiler for people. But uh, I mean, it was posted already. So if you haven't checked it out, then that's shame on you. Uh, but that happened. How, how are you feeling? Are you still basking in that glow? I felt great about it. I mean, I didn't. I didn't have any doubts going into this. But that was made just the fact clear. That you got to you know see this and get it on the camera was enough for me. To- so you feel pretty good about yourself by beating someone who's half your size. So that like, makes <laughs> is you feel that what it is now. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was hoping for fat, I was hoping for bigger, fatter Colton, and he just didn't show up. For sure, just ripped Colton showed up, and uh, yeah, I still like. I mean, maybe if you put on a little bit more mass, he would have had a better better think, chance of beating you. I'm saying this all along. It's in my shoulders. It's not in your. I mean, he could have abs all day. Maybe sure. he doesn't. Right, but it's in the shoulders. If it's a sit up contest, it'd be a different story. But this is a stein holding. <laughs> if it was a sit up contest, would probably be in some trouble. Right. Are you still maintaining, because I know last time you threw out the challenge to friend of the show, uh, former guest Tony Tate, are you, is that challenge still? I think on? I could take on anybody. Okay. I think anyone who wants to take me on a styling contest, I will accept the challenge. It's an open challenge. So yeah. so you're not even just saying Tony. You're not limiting this to Tony Tate. I, anybody. Wow. Catch me out in Eric's garage. <laughs> <laughs> Literally all comers, anyone within the sound of our voice, if you hear this, the gauntlet has been thrown down. Ryan Murphy is challenging you to Stein holding contest. Who would you pick? Who would I pick? Yeah. Oh, I mean, Tony would have to be like up there, right? I So I know that, and, and I know in the back of your mind, you're like, I already beat his time. But I think it is different when you're doing it it's, by yourself. It's much different, yeah. 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 There's a competitive right. uh, edge to it that kind of comes in. I don't in. think I would have gone as far as I had had Colton not been right beside me holding that. You know, Stein, I probably would have stopped. Sure. You know. Right. Um, but... Someone's someone's competing against you. you. Just you keep going. It's true. Yeah, that's that's the that's the mark of a champion. Exactly. That's what champions do. 
I think we have a lot of really, this is going to be a good episode, everybody. And I, I, I probably say something to that effect, but like, I have a really good feeling about this episode just because we have so many things. If, if you're here more for the big banter, you know, the, the chemistry between Ryan and I, there's a lot of things that he and I are going to be discussing here today that I think will be relevant to your interests. If you're here more for the informational wrestling aspect, we also have some very interesting topics that I think Ryan will find to be very interesting as well. So I think there's something for everybody here today. And I know there's some parts of the audience that prefer, you know, just the bullshitting. Other parts of the audience, they like the wrestle science. This is going to be a perfect marriage of both of those things. I'm calling my shot right now. I'm Babe Ruth in it. I'm pointing to the out. Wow. This is a home wow. run episode. Holy shit. This is a home <laughs> run episode, Ryan. So of, fucking bring it. A lot of pressure on me. <laughs> yeah, it is. You got to match my I energy. Tell me before I came, Mike. Yeah. Well, I I I don't like prepping you ahead of th- time. Not that because a you wouldn't you wouldn't do anything to prepare. But b I just like you to organically sort of roll with the punches. Right. You know, a boxer. That's what they have to do. They they can come in with a game plan. Your game plan changes when you get punched in the face. Yeah. Mike Tyson. Pretty sure he said something to that. I don't think I, I think I butchered his quote, but he said something like that at one point in time. I heard it. Also, so we, we talked about the Steinholding contest, which again, open challenge to anybody who is interested in competing against Ryan. His schedule's uh, very booked <laughs> at the moment, but he'll, he'll try and fit you in as best he can. Uh, another thing that came up recently, we, we went on a, well, not like, I don't want to misrepresent the situation, but we went, we were both camping together at the same time. We didn't go camping with each other necessarily, but we were we were ca- on the same camping trip. I showed up to a camping event. I, I hosted a camping yeah. and Ryan attended. <clears throat> Against all odds, Ryan Ryan showed Against up. Against all odds. Yeah. You gave me 7% chance. Is that what you said when I showed up? Uh, no, it was higher than that. Once you oh. said that you were coming, I was like, oh. okay, 75% odds Ryan's actually showing 75% up. 75% after. Yeah, okay. for sure. I mean, it's a long, it's a longer drive. It's not too, too far, but you know, when, when it comes down to like two hours or are, are people really incentivized to like, you know, make that check out there and follow the signs and there's no cell reception and that whole thing. You know, yeah, you have to read. <laughs> yeah, you got to read. There's no Google Maps out there. You gotta, no you Google Maps, just hot pink signs. Hot pink signs. The original Google Maps. They were helpful, and I mean, they were their good sign placement was mixed into the directions, and then right. Know, so it was. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, Ryan turned a lot of heads. I think that he was the bell of the ball in many ways, camping wise. Uh, I know the Markomaniacs are going to be surprised to hear this, but here, here's what Ryan brought uh, supply wise with him to the camping trip. So he. He, he had a little bit of forethought. He thought ahead. He purchased a tent. He did not own a tent, so he purchased a tent at Target, correct? On the way, yeah. It's, yep. it's stopped at Target. Two-person tent. Um, so, and, and that's what he had. He had a tent. And, you, and for anyone who hasn't been camping in a while, maybe you're kind of forgetting some of the other elements that frequently make up a camping trip. But usually when you're sleeping in a tent, you want something like a air mattress so you're not on the ground, or a sleeping bag, so you have some sort of uh, vehicle for warmth. Um, Ryan didn't bring any of those things. He just had a tent. He also brought uh, no food at all, <laughs> and and warm beer with no cooler for his beer to make it cold, and tobacco and chewing tobacco, grizzly green. So okay, so in, in summary, he, Ryan brought a tent, a two person tent. He brought warm beer and uh, grizzly green chewing tobacco. And Advil. And, <laughs> and Advil. So, and that was, I think, the funniest thing about about your appearance there was just how, you know, the, the bare essentials, as it were. 
Jungle Book I, I style. I debated heavily even bringing a tent to this. I, I seriously. What was deb- your plan going was, into my it? My plan was going to be to sleep in my car, but it was so hot, I wasn't sure that was going to be an option. Um, uh-huh. And so I, I didn't want to show up with that one. Sure, you know, <laughs> you'd be uh, that guy. <laughs> I didn't want to be that. People have slept in cars before. That's that's a yeah, thing. Yeah, but it's not okay. What I don't know. I I was I bought it. I sure. bought the tent. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I could use it in the future. Whatever. Well, you returned it already, but yes. But well, I did return it. You guys were- <laughs> I was gracious enough to offer me a hammock. Yeah, that's right. Slept in a hammock. Um, which was wonderful. Yeah. I, I might just buy myself a hammock. I think you for should. For my apartment. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I mean, at this at this rate, I mean, couch versus hammock. Hammock. Hammock might get a little warm. I don't know. Like, but especially. Inside, yeah, maybe. But, it, I mean, nice. Nice. Uh, yeah. Roxy to sleep. You know. Roxy. Like baby, Roxy. Like. I will say, and I'm not going to say who said this, but uh, the comment was made after you had left. I've never seen a more confident unemployed man. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, no. I, the the drunker you got, the more just like swagger you had about yourself. That's in confidence isn't the right word. Arrogance isn't the right word. Swagger. Uh-huh. Like as you were playing and eventually lost to my wife at uh, cornhole. Yeah. All I could remember hearing was just, you just, you know, Heather, when I start playing, okay, I just, I play to win and I don't stop until I win. So I just, I'm letting you know right now. And then then you lost. So eventually you did stop. So you mean, you got a lot of swagger, but you're a liar. But you know, nonetheless, uh, the the intent was there. Right. Uh, No, I was, you know. Next year, next year, I want to get you in that Camp Olympics tournament because I want to see Ryan, Camping Ryan in that environment. He's just got a big thing of dip in his mouth. He's playing all the Camp Olympics games. I I think, I think, I think you're. A, a running favorite in my mind yeah well as i should be we'll see yeah. we'll see maybe we'll document it for next year's uh yeah next year's camping a little hard mark video feature i don't want to commit to anything but it's it's in the back of my mind anything on your mind i know we haven't done like a, and i'll do this just for the sake of old times ryan's corner There's nothing more that I like than a fresh cut lawn. We haven't done that in a while. Do you have anything on your mind? I mean, you've been busy. Well, relatively. No, I mean, I'm just... <laughs> Any advice? I know we do Eric's Wisdom Tree. Advice. We can bring back Ryan's Wisdom Shrub. I have, I have terrible advice. I don't have any good advice right now. I'm trying to... Seek, any advice I'm for... seeking advice. So, uh, I, <laughs> I am I desperately don't, seeking... Don't put out any advice here. Sure. No, yeah. I mean, I'll... I, We'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll go from there. Then I'll maybe have some news. Well, well how about, let's see. Let me, let me set, well, I'm going to do a little T-ball action sure, for you. Let yeah, me set you yeah. up. So, like, you've been on the job hunt for a little while now. <laughs> a little while, yeah. For just a smidge. Yeah. What's, what if somebody is recently finding themselves, you know, maybe they're unemployed, maybe they're just, you know, looking for the job, out, looking out on the job market. What piece of advice would you offer to somebody who's in that situation right now? <laughs> Put out a lot of fucking applications. Like, cast a wide-ass net. I don't want to uh, out you. Yeah. Wasn't there a time when you were applying to, like, upwards of 70 jobs in a day? Uh, recently. Yeah. I, and, 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 Which is insane and, and to, in fairness, to me. I've had, like... Uh, why am I doing this? I, I took, like, a month or two off after I, you know, I was finishing mm. my course and I was kind of traveling. And then... Right. Uh, and then I really started hitting it. And I probably had, like, 30 interviews. Okay. Applications and fairness have gotten a little bit easier to submit. Sure. Maybe back in the day when they can parse your resume. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, but... Um, 
cover letters not 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 I so don't important. submit cover letters right <laughs> I, I think it's a waste of time like, and you're you right you could be doing other applications while you're uh sure. writing a cover letter well there you go there's eric's there's eric's there's ryan <laughs> don't do cover letters don't do cover letters <laughs> uh, just cast a wide net 70 80 applications a day yeah. uh, you're bound to to find something we're gonna do a cool thing ryan mm-hmm. because this is again a real big episode this is something i've been you know, I'm, I've been excited about it all day. I've been looking forward to it all day. I think I got. I think we got something for everybody. So, bear with me for just a moment. We're going to play a game, Ryan. Do you like games? You like little baby games? Sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Bear with me. I'm, I'm just. Uh, I'm doing a computer thing right now. Uh, I'm hacking into the mainframe. Okay. So this game is going to be. I don't even know what the name of this game is called, but we're just going to do it anyway. So. Uh, to to level set everyone's expectations to kind of set this thing up. So Ryan, when we started this podcast, you were a homeowner. You owned a home. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> wow. And we've and we've uh, followed you on this journey from being a homeowner uh, to being uh, an unemployed man who sleeps on a couch. That's I'm I'm not going to point the finger of blame at the podcast. It uh, just seems to be a coincidence. Yeah. As far as I can tell. So I'm not going to disclose the address of your home. But I thought it would be fun for the Hardmark listeners to get your live reaction here. So you sold your home for four hundred twenty thousand dollars back in September of twenty nineteen. It's four hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. That's not what I'm reading. Well, they have that incorrect then. Oh, there's some off the books. I'm, okay, I'll, I'll edit this out so the IRS doesn't uh, catch wind of this. Uh, do you have any guesses or any estimates on what the current estimated value of this home is? I have an idea. <laughs> I know it's. It, <laughs> do you want me to tell you what the amount is? It's got to be like close to five fifty. So the official estimate off Redfin that yeah. I'm looking at right now is uh, five seventy. Fucking Jesus. I was hoping for a much bigger reaction, but like you seemed sad. I, I, I know, I know. It's we, we we've tracked like our neighbor just sold her house, and so that's how it kind of flagged my attention to like what our house might be worth. Uh huh. And it's disgusting. Like I almost feel bad for like disclosing this. I was hoping for like a big like animated Ryan no, rant. I, I I know. <laughs> you just seemed I, defeated. Yeah. <laughs> I fully expected this to go the other way, and it clearly shows you how I know nothing about, like, but I anticipated, you know, I mean, we had Boeing issues. We had COVID. Sure. We had all this shit, and it just keeps going up. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess uh, the question would be, if you had to do it over again, would you have held on to that house? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think we could have, because Greta was moving. Mm -hmm. She wouldn't be willing to just throw you some coin just uh, on the side. Makes enough money. <laughs> um, I don't think we would have, but like we also were, we were pretty nervous about like we thought the house was worth more than what it was sure. listed for at the time that we sold it. Uh-huh. So you know, there you go. But uh, we were clearly, clearly incorrect. <laughs> That's a big whoopsie. Yeah, yeah, and and I did have to actually contact Greta because you couldn't remember what the actual address yeah. was last time that yeah. you and I yeah. spoke. So I, I reached out and she she knew immediately, and uh, and I suspected it may have been because you didn't want me to play this game with you. But I, in in fairness, we made a shitload of money off that house in two years. You know. Oh yeah. So for I mean, sure, you got to give, give credit where credits. Do, That's know? right. I, what a, what a guy! What a guy that Ryan is. Talk about the failures. Like, you know, <laughs> Glasses half full. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. All right. Comic Con. Okay. You're familiar with the concept. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've, you've never been. Correct? I've not. No, okay. But, Any interest in ever going? 
doesn't seem like the type of thing that'd be up your alley, but I mean, I like I think those like gatherings are interesting on their like their own level, like to mm-hmm. to watch it from above. You're kind of giving me the same vibe that you give me when you see pro wrestling fans right now, <laughs> like sort of like yeah, unintentionally like, smug. Is that how I'm coming off? Yeah, like uh, oh, those Comic Con people. <laughs> interesting. But yeah, I don't know if you'd ever find me at uh, like a convention or if you let's say you have to go. Someone's pointing. They're saying, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill Greta. I'm gonna shoot Greta if you don't go." And so okay. you're like, "Okay, I gotta go." And you are upset about this. As a quick callback to episode thirty, which I've been re-listening to lately, and it's very funny. Uh, but, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm upset about this. <laughs> uh, okay, if you had to go to a comic con and you had to cosplay, mm-hmm. what would you cosplay as? <sighs> that's, a, that's a tough one. So I'm not really. I've never been in even as a kid into like cartoons okay or i like, mean or like those type of like characters or like you know outs like i uh-huh. right like i mean what are they it's not just cartoons there you know is it like furries and stuff like, <laughs> i mean yes i mean it could be it's but i mean just it's like, like movie characters and things yeah like that. yeah like, movie characters you know it, i mean i'm yeah. just not a big fantasy guy so like it's t- I, right um you're a big money ball guy i get it big, yeah, big, just, just with jonah hill you know? i like, like the big short <laughs> yeah. okay i like reality-based things I mean, I, here, I I have an idea of what I thought you were going to say, and I'm surprised you haven't said it already, but what? I don't want to divert. No, Did you I, have a route that you were going down? I, not really. I mean, no one would ever know what the fuck you are, but I would expect you to- Brink? Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> Brink. Can you- I, I wouldn't- So if I were to go, I wouldn't- It's it's really just anybody, I guess, then, right? Like anybody in a film or anybody in- like, Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, just any Could, movie, film, TV show, character, whatever, furry. I mean, if you wanted to put like a butt plug that has a tail attached inside of yourself, you yeah, could do it yeah, okay. as Brink. <laughs> just add to the character. <laughs> yeah, just furry Brink yeah. with a little butt plug tail, which is a thing. Did you know that those are things now? I'm, I have no doubt. That yeah. I, I'm surprised they just are by default that. Oh, just don't have tails attached to them by default? No, I just they're butt plugs, right? The the thing that I mentioned is yeah, yeah. it's a butt plug yeah I'm just with a tail coming out of it so then it you can like wiggle like a, your like tail a sexual fetish thing right is that like what it what furries yeah <laughs> this is not okay this is better this is better than the prompt <laughs> I came up with uh, I mean I don't think it has to be but I think more often than not it probably is yeah yes right so butt plug tail would make sense so but yeah butt plug tail would would By sort default, of play into that like you know what if you had to be a furry. <laughs> your furry what what animal do you choose uh for I furry I mean, is i that again i don't i they have like these these kind of weird animations there was a fur there was a post on reddit about this furry at a baseball game he had huge <laughs> ears on him he was probably blocking all the fans behind him you was know? he a bunny rabbit i don't know what this was like it was just like i mean it's got to be it, like, it, a... like long triangular ears like like <laughs> i don't know this didn't this didn't strike me as any like animal necessarily like maybe like a fox or something like okay. ish character but okay. like i don't know what these i don't know what furry is was he in a head to toe garb he was to just toe. wearing the ears Out, head to toe like <laughs> ridiculous looking thing like interesting and, i mean yeah i mean it's fine but like you got people behind you man come on like, <laughs> you're huge ass ears so i yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I've always known it was like a sexual thing. So I, you see it at a baseball game, I'll be like, <laughs> leave it at home, pal. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that people who wear like the little kitty cat ear things, do you think that's like a gateway into furrydom? Maybe. Or maybe that's like a signal. Maybe like sure, if I'm yeah. wearing little kitty cat ears, that's like letting you know, hey, I'm I'm a furry on the DL. That's always been like a like a sexy thing, though, right? Like with cat ears. <laughs> 
That's all we like. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You throw on like you know like yeah your Playboy bunny ears or like, you uh-huh. know, like that's always been like. Yeah, oh, I was like, so sexy, like you know, like I mean, they right? Playboy maybe, bunnies, the original furries. Maybe that's where, yeah. And they had little cottontails on their uh, britches, on their on their trunks, their briefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, would would you would you find it attractive if a lady was wearing little cat ears as a cat owner yourself? It totally. I mean, <laughs> so like I was just gonna go into it. Like, you, can't, you can't throw my cat ownership into this. Well, I mean, you found that's, it very sexy. I. Th- it you de- said yourself that you find totally cat ears. It could totally be a sexy thing, sure. Like, right. You know, like if that was like the signal, like, okay, like, mm-hmm. all right, like that. Now it's sexy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that would be how I would approach that like, right. situation, you know? If, if it's the, if it's not s- like sexy little signal. Yeah. Like, don't disagree or am I, you know. Like, you never said what animal you would dress up as if you had to be a well, furry. I would, but again, I don't like, what, can, is a, so like as comic-con like can dress up as any character in a movie like what can can you dress up as any animal is that how furries work like well, i mean you could probably find like an animal character from something like you just want to be a bear like you could be baloo from the jungle book or i don't know probably just baloo <laughs> no like what about like Pooh bear from winnie the pooh yeah you could be winnie the pooh sure that's, that's another bear that seems like more of a comic-con thing right like than a fur i think furries are different i think you're like you're getting this mixed up well I, what do you mean? I'm not getting it mixed up. I'm just throwing out ideas. You're the one who introduced the furry thing into this conversation, Ryan, not me. <laughs> I just I thought that's the way it was it was going. I, I but I don't know. Like it doesn't seem those characters don't seem to align with anything like specific character or I, animal. Like, I think they look gen- like foxes mostly. Like I guess like little like dogs. <laughs> I think furries usually come up with their own characters. Like they have like my name is Baron von Hoofstrout or whatever that, the that case. Sounds right. Yeah. yeah, they're not. Mm-hmm. I'm not Winnie the Pooh furry. Like yeah. I, I'm my own thing, okay. and I identify as this furry persona. Mm-hmm. I think is the idea. So I you always it. get out of answering these questions. I feel like I ask you questions <laughs> and then you never actually d- directly answer but them. You, you dance mean, around <laughs> it like you're Fred Astaire. Your, your answer kind of like indicated that I could dance around this question. I don't. Ha- I could just pick anything and just name myself whatever. Like I. Yeah, I, but that's not I'd a Comic Con thing. A furry costume, right? Like just a blue, maybe a blue one. Pick an animal. Maybe a green one. Pick an animal right now. A rabbit. <laughs> The sexiest, the sexiest <laughs> yeah. of all animals. Your little cotton tail and your mm-hmm. ear. Would you? I bet here. Here's what I imagine Ryan's furry bunny would look like. You'd have one ear that was up, and then you'd have a one flirty one that was kind of like bent in the middle, and then you just kind of like yeah. put your finger in your mouth, like mm. right. That's <laughs> <laughs> that would that yeah. would be the thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's let's do one more. We'll do one more quick question. Let's see here. Uh, did you ever play any instruments growing up? Um, the recorder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I played the recorder. You probably did. I think I, like, once. They, like, gave... Oh, no, I think we had to buy our own, but, like, I mean, I had my little case for it. <laughs> do you think you could still play a recorder if, if someone Maybe, gave you Maybe, like, it's a pretty simple instrument. Um, also, like, what is it called? Like, the xylophone? <laughs> okay, so but am I saying that right? Are you like, just naming things that you like went to your school and play? Yeah. So it is the xylophone. You're right. Yeah, that's a bit. Yeah. So you're just you naming things that you on there. Was, was, you're talking like fucking elementary school right now. Yeah. I, okay. So I, <laughs> I, I did. I did get a guitar when I was like my uncle got it for me when I was like I don't know sixth grade or something, and I. Mm-hmm don't have like the attention span or like the patience to like sit there and learn something I'm not good at immediately. Sure. 
<laughs> and so I gave but it. But you to, had the confidence to say, oh, I could be good at that. And then. I, I mean, why do you think I got the guitar in the first place? You know? like, <laughs> right. So I, I, I gave it away and like my friend got really good at it, but not not me. Like, Oh, you gave it to your friend yeah, and your friend yeah, went on. a good guitar player, actually. Oh, if, so and I, your friend went on to become Jack White. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> I have a guitar out in the garage right now. Dude, I, I learned. What kind of guitar is it? Is it? It's an acoustic. Oh, yeah. Uh, I actually I accidentally kicked it one time. Mm. I was like, it was dark. It was in the morning. I was waking up and I kicked it and it has a little like dent in it, but it was like nice. I remember I was like, okay, I may or may not like get any good at this. So I'm going to buy an acoustic that has like the plug in for like an electric nice. like amp. That way, if I decide I want to go in that direction, I have that option. So I, so I did that, but the only song I learned how to play like at all. So, you know, oh gosh, I don't remember the name of the band off the top of my head, but it goes like, that song, grunge. But it sounds like basic chords, right? Basic strings. and Yeah, it was super fucking easy. Like the recorder. You just take your two fingers and then you just move them each time and then that's the gist of it. Yeah, no, I'm not really musically inclined. I wish I was. Uh, I wish you were too. Yeah, maybe were by too. the end of this podcast, I'll learn how to play like the acoustic guitar and I'll play a song. Is that what you would pick if you could play anything? Is the acoustic guitar? Probably. You can't bring it camping if that's the case. Because <laughs> <laughs> I could see you like everybody shut up and then you start playing acoustic guitar in your hammock, swinging. Maybe like fall yeah, asleep. Maybe as people were like going to bed, I could like play them a. <laughs> Like a bedtime like song, but I don't think I would gather attention. I'm not a attention seeking guy. I would like to see you sing. Yeah, I like, with your... softly, like as I swing <laughs> swing the night away. With like... your bunny rabbit ears on <laughs> and your and your tail yeah. butt plug in. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just painting Did a picture. Figure... <laughs> I'm painting a picture for for the listeners. I would say like someone should draw this, but like I don't want to see it. <laughs> uh, please send all of your hard mark. I feel like this is going to happen now. Oh, we yeah. need if anyone is good at drawing that is listening to us right now. Please just it can be on Microsoft Paint. You can do it by hand, but please send your art uh, to any of our social media channels. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can also email it to us at hardmarkpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, please send us your drawings slash paint pictures of Ryan playing the guitar in a hammock with a butt plug in and little bunny ears on yeah you know what i'll even go one better if we get art that's that has that on it i will put that on a t-shirt and then any money <laughs> that, I, that we make off that shirt i will i will cut you some royalty checks for yeah it's nice which, which by the way check us out check out our link tree we have all sorts of hard mark merchandise is that done any uh, that's not out yet it's you, still early well i've announced it, it but seven, I, right like, i put it on the mini it's okay. been like a week so nothing yet, but I need to get on there. I will be yeah. my stuff should be arriving by the time we record next time. So nice. But yeah, find us on there, or you can buy us a coffee, or you can just keep listening. There's three ways to support us. One, buy merchandise. Two, buy us a coffee. That's it's a one-time donation. It's like a little tip jar. You know, we give you all this content, not that we expect anything for it, but if you feel like, hey, I should throw them a couple bucks here and there, uh, we do appreciate it. Third way to support us, just keep listening to the show. Thanks very much. Or And tell people. That's the fourth way. Fourth way is tell people. Say to somebody, hey, you should listen to the Hardmark Podcast if you like wrestling, science, or friendship. <laughs> Any of those three things listen to the hard mark podcast especially science especially science this is the most scientific yeah. podcast in all of uh wrestling world uh shows mm-hmm. speaking of which let's get into wrestle talk wrestle science so ryan we have watched 
some matches from various WrestleManias. What can you tell? Like, if any, this is anyone's first episode, which thank you for joining us. If this is anyone's first episode, what would you? What is WrestleMania to a non-fan? What would you? How would you describe it? It's just the largest guy. It's the Super Bowl of uh, yeah of uh, wrestling. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it has been now going on. So as of 2021, when mm. it just happened in Tampa Bay, that was WrestleMania 37. They should host it there just every year. <laughs> Stay in Tampa Bay. Like. I mean, if you're not going to break the Safeco field attendance record, you might as well just hold it in Tampa Bay. I mean, they've already conquered yeah. Safeco slash T-Mobile. The next time it is there, I will go. I don't. I mean, that I will. I will state that here, and I will go. Okay. Yeah. I mean, in Tampa, everything else that you've said on this show that you said that you're going to do, you never do. <laughs> this is I. I this is the one time it's going to stick. Yeah. For the hold for, me accountable, like you know, right, I, exactly. Tweet him. Where they where can they find you on social media, Ryan? TikTok. <laughs> 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 that's true that's true find ryan on tiktok um but anyway so yeah ryan's absolutely correct so so wrestlemania is like the super bowl every year it's like the biggest wrestling show that the wwe throws uh and quite a few of the matches that we've seen have been from various wrestlemanias and, and a lot of the matches we've watched as a matter of fact have been main events of wrestlemania in fact the last episode that we recorded that was a WrestleMania main event from this past year, from the 2021 um, WrestleMania event. Now, granted, WrestleMania 37 was two nights, so there was a main event of night one and night two, but still, it fucking counts. It's a main event of the show. Uh, fun fact for you, Ryan, of the first eight WrestleManias, seven of those had Hulk Hogan in the main event, and the only one that he was not an active participant in the main event for he was ringside for and kind of you know doing stuff he was he was actively participating but not in the match itself of the first eight does that surprise you to hear that no is that a, <laughs> is that a shocking revelation that young young eric would be in in sorry. oh is it doing a thing can i take this really quick yeah sure sorry i'm sitting here live as ryan just took a phone call place your bets right now if this is a over the phone job offer little unemployed boy live on the air may be getting the offer of a lifetime if not this is not a job offer please supplement ryan's income by going to our link tree purchasing a hard mark t-shirt hoodie mug water bottle women's leggings whatever you find in your heart and your wallet to give we sure would appreciate it i don't know that ryan can survive another month sleeping on his couch Cats jumping off his face. Really need a win here, guys. Really need a win. It would be funny if you just came back and he got and like they said no. Although it's probably just another interview. Let's see, what is today? So we're recording this on a Thursday. Thursday before holiday weekend. So it's basically a Friday. When, in my experience, I think when you get a end of the week call from a potential employer, I think that's like a job offer so as much as it pains me to say it i think this may be a job offer that he's getting which i guess you know you can still buy shirts is the main takeaway from that revelation but yeah i would put money down this is a job offer of some kind now it may be a burger king type of situation (laughs) it's flipping rodeo burgers but you know six months of that that builds character you eat on the cheap could be worse some waffle fries. I don't know if Burger King has them, but you know, it seemed, it seemed like they did. Oh, they have the uh, chicken fries, I think. It's like something similar. 
Yeah, I'm calling. I think this is a job offer. If it's a job offer on air, then we're doing this podcast the rest of our lives. I mean, it's just, it's just a sign. The fact that we'd be live recording and he gets a job offer, what are the odds of that? Pretty slim. Did you get a job offer? Right. Did you get a job offer? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking called it. I even said the thing. I was like, I, yeah, yeah. but yeah, Ryan just, he's, he, I mean, I guess he's still technically, <laughs> technically unemployed, but I was yeah. giving him a bunch of shit for it, yeah, but now yeah. he's, he just got a job offer. So congratulations yeah, to Ryan. Thank you. As I, I seek my job advice in the earlier portion of this. Uh, <laughs> right, no, exactly. no cover letters. Just No cover letters. <laughs> uh, apply to 80 jobs a day. And like, you too can be like Ryan. Right, right. Yeah. What a, Yeah. What are the fucking odds that we do this like once every like several weeks and like in the middle of it is when you get the job offer? That's crazy. Yeah. I uh, avoided looking at my email today just in case I got like a, a poor like, oh, you didn't get it because I didn't want to come to the podcast with that energy. So I put my phone down. And, uh, Thank yeah, you I, for your dedication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate Well, now you're going to be in a fucking great mood. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm, already, I'm already in a good mood. Yeah. Wow. You're going to have to fucking. You know what? Today is for me. What's today? Today's my Friday. I don't work tomorrow. Look at that shit. Yeah. What a day. Fucking I, Thursday. What a... I know. What, what a, a great a Thursday. Thursday. You know what I'm doing tomorrow morning? What are you doing? Going to the pancake house with my parents. Oh, nice. Have you been there? No. <laughs> is it like... What, where is it? It's um, Bothell Everett. It's by The Rock. Oh, I've seen... We drove pie at like... Uh, Holy shit. Greta wants to go. She likes... It's fucking great. Okay, I'll tell her. Yeah. Best maybe, pancakes... Maybe I'll go there tomorrow. Like. Best pancakes I've ever eaten. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. I'm, I so usually when I go there again, I have no idea what how I'm going to make this a cohesive <laughs> thing at this point. But uh, I'll usually get something that's like not pancakes, like as far as my my main, and then as like the side thing, you can get you know English muffin or toast or pancakes, and so like you can get pancakes on the side, mm-hmm. and their pancakes are fucking amazing. So I'm not a big pancake guy, but like we. In comparison to like IHOP pancakes, they're like, I I have not been to IHOP in like a long time. I don't remember IHOP being anything special. I, these pancakes are fucking bomb. I would eat these pancakes house. all goddamn day. They have good eggs. Yeah, I think they do. They do one thing that's like a is it a souffle? Is that the name of it? But it takes a while, mm. so you have to like be willing to wait like forty five minutes or so for them to like cook it. But I remember that being like very good. My parents always get mad at me if I consider ordering it because they don't want to wait around for my food. But it's definitely a thing. <laughs> While we're talking about eggs, I'd, yeah, I, I, I would shout out the place I went to in Roslyn. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I think it's like the Red Bird Cafe or something. But those <laughs> usually, eggs were usually fun. when you shout places out, you're supposed to know what it's called. I, well, just edit this, cut it in post, just fix it. Stop it saying that. I never want to hear you say that sentence ever again. <laughs> Amazing eggs, like. In Roslyn. It's so good. Anyone like, traveling through Roslyn, Washington. Like four pieces of huge bacon. Yeah. I thought, it, I, th- I thought it was like five bucks on the menu. I was like, this is Roslyn. That makes sense. It's going to be super. It ended up being like $27 or something. <laughs> That's a lot different than uh, five. But still, like, you know, very good. Sure. Great service, you know. Great. Yeah, shout them out. That's what we're shouting out the pancake house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just a quick fun fact, as long as we're kind of talking about that, that area. Best Crunchwrap Supreme I've ever had from Taco Bell was at the Cleellum Taco Bell. Oh. Mm-hmm. I wonder, wonder why that is. Uh, they were doing a thing where it's like, hey, do you want to contribute uh, another an extra dollar or two for high school something or other? Like the local high school is doing mm-hmm. like a fundraiser. Do you want to contribute like an extra dollar or two? I was like, sure, fuck it. Yeah, I'd definitely do that. And then they made the meatiest crunch wrap I've ever eaten in my entire life. Oh, so good. Nice. Man, I still I still think about that crunch wrap. I'm excited about that. She's a Taco Bell fan. I, I, That's because I, she's a woman of class and taste. I don't know how you landed her. 
<laughs> I, I mean, I, that's fair, but like, I probably because of your confidence, <laughs> your, your totally unfounded swagger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. No, I mean, oof, that one was good. What what uh, what's Greta's Taco Bell meal of choice? I, Do you know? Probably, probably Crunchwrap as well. I, I, that seems right up her alley. I don't know. Like, I don't pay attention to what she orders because I fucking hate every. I, Shouldn't be so intense. Talk about fine. I just don't yeah. like it. I don't like cheese. So I tried uh, the naked chicken chalupa. Okay. Do you know what this is? Nope. It's um, it's a taco, mm-hmm. and it and it has like you know your actually I don't even know what exactly it has in it, but it's a taco. But instead of like the shell, the burrito shell, it has uh, chicken. So it's like a fried piece of chicken as mm. the shell. Oh, oh. oh and then yeah. you have your filling inside of the taco. It was fine. So it sounds it sounds like that's like the KFC gimmicky thing where they put the, the yeah. baconator. Is that what it was called? Or is that it was a double base? down? Is a double, double down. down? The double down. Yeah. yeah. But they put bacon in it and like yeah, it was just two fucking pieces of fried. Ch- I never right. had it. Like even as like like nineteen year old, I was concerned about my heart with that like kind of. Uh, <laughs> meal so i bought it because i got i heard a recommendation from the preeminent uh taco bell enthusiast that i'm aware of in the world but i'm trying to remember if there's any meat in the in it there should have been i don't think so looking at it it here that looks like it's lettuce tomato and cheese so i think the meat is the is the outer portion but you can kind of see it i mean i I get i just think to add a layer to that you throw a little ground beef in there you know like that's i wouldn't be opposed to that yeah but it doesn't look like there's any other meat from the looks of it but it it, uh it wasn't bad the chicken was spicy if you like spicier chicken like not that it was like oh my god this is but it's got a little kick to it no it doesn't it does have <laughs> a little kick to it. That's bullshit. Anytime I, I was expecting it, it to just be chicken, and but it was chicken with a kick. Okay. What do you quit gaslighting I just, I, me, Ryan? I, 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 I hate any, it when you gaslight me. It's any, like anytime <laughs> a fast food place says they have a little spice on it, it's not. It's not. I mean, it's not even tingly. It's not even a little bit spicy. You heard me on the video. It tingled my lips. The naked chicken chalupa tingled my lips. That's probably spicy cheese or something like pepper jack cheese in there. No, it's the chicken. Tingle. Don't tell. Just, don't tell me what what I was, Ryan. Gaslighter. Spicy fast food. Give me a break. <laughs> not saying it was like the throw, spicy. You gotta go home and throw your own hot sauce that you want a spicy. Like you know, I've heard Popeye's chicken is spicy. I, yeah. Oh, have you tried it? I know spicy. I I've heard those chickens that like legit spicy before, but I can't. I don't. I'm not a big spiceman, so no. I can't speak to it. I know. <laughs> we made chicken wings. You were like adamant. But that's enough. Those were delicious, though. Yeah, they were. They were good. They were good. Yeah. They were good. Okay. Okay. Cut back in. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So back back to wrestling. <laughs> now that we, now that we, we got to, to like Taco Bell and like Yeah, exactly. You know, no, that's right. good. For anyone who was like, Oh man, I was really hoping to hear about his cosplay thing. Well, at least I gotta hear about the naked chicken chalupa. So that's a that's a make good. That's a make good for everybody. Sounded good. Yeah. Great video. Yeah. Well check it out. You watch and then see what Greta orders. Okay, so where we left off, we were talking about WrestleMania. Specifically WrestleMania's one through eight, which virtually all of them were main evented by Hulk Hogan. So that's that's where we left off. Today's match, however, Ryan from WrestleMania Nine breaks that mold. That's right. This is the first main event in WrestleMania history to not feature Hulk Hogan as either a participant or a ringside guy. For me, that's a bummer. Okay, why do you say? Because well, yeah. the, the the ranking, the list, the ranking list would not seem to support that statement. Right, right. There's a there's a Hulk section which is not towards the top of our list. So why is <laughs> that? A, why, why do you say this? 
I love putting Hulk Hogan a little bit, you know, right where he belongs in this list. So you're saying, okay, so you were being now, facetious. You were being a dick. <laughs> okay. So. so you weren't being serious. Okay, now I understand. Okay. Uh, I thought you were, I thought, you know, I thought, okay, this guy can never tell a lie. He just got uh-huh. a job offer. You know, he's, he's in truth-telling mode, but instead he's telling fibs. So now I understand. Surprise. You're a little fibbing, fibbing job man. Uh, so you might be wondering, in fact, I'm surprised that you decided to make a flippant joke instead of asking a question, uh, Ryan. Yeah. This That doesn't speak well to your, you know, desire for knowledge, Ryan, but I'll tell you anyway. Do you have any idea why Hulk Hogan might not be in the main event of WrestleMania 9? What year was this? This was in 1993. Mm, back injury? <laughs> Good. Okay, sure. Yeah, I could go for that. It's not that. Okay. Uh, the short version is that Vince McMahon has run into some legal troubles as of late mm-hmm. over the past year-ish or so involving steroids, which I'm sure as a big baseball dummy, you're probably well familiar with the concept oh, yeah. of steroids. Mark this McGuire. is maybe where they could merge a little bit, right? Probably. Like, I bet yeah. Mark McGuire could have been a yeah. decent oh, wrestler. Yeah. yeah, totally. Okay. Barry Bonds. <laughs> Brett Boone. <laughs> Brett, Brett Booner. Uh, okay, so to give you some backstory, and feel free at any point in time, if you're curious or you're, like, unsure, like, what the hell's going on, just let me know. Or if you want to just, you know, make a baseball reference, try and keep it short, but, uh, you know, hit me with it. Uh, so over the course of 1991-1992, the United States government began to build a case against Vince McMahon, famous for his XFL ownership and WWF magnate. Uh, and these, this case is centering around the allegations that he had been distributing steroids to his wrestlers, which is apparently a no-no. As it started be- to become clear that the, that this could cause a major problem with the, with the WWF, if Vince McMahon's like, you know, being brought to trial or even potentially put in prison, Hulk ended up stepping away to both pursue a career in films and also to kind of distance himself publicly from that steroid scandal. So it was kind of twofold from both of those. He eventually would return to the WWF at WrestleMania 9, which is the same WrestleMania from the match we're going to be watching here today. Albeit, in a note, he he is a little bit smaller physically than when he had left, uh, and he's in a less featured role. So we got a bit smaller. He's a little bit smaller. Like, I mean, Hulk is enormous. We've seen Hulk Hogan many times now. He's a big fucking dude. He's not like tiny by any stretch of the imagination, but he's not as gigantic as he used to be at this point. Do you think he went and moved into films as like a way to like, that was a step away to get out of the spotlight, like the steroid spotlight? Is that why he went? Yeah. Yeah, just, I do. I mean, well, I think well, it was. Was t- he like into films? Like, was this a, just a random side thing that he chose to do to step away from it, or was he like he had been into that before? No, he had been uh, he had been doing movies prior. Like, he made a th- there was a movie that actually, if you had checked out my appearance, my original appearance on the Watching It podcast, you would you would hear that. <laughs> but there was a movie that Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan wrote about wrestling oh. that he had done in like the late eighties. Okay. okay. And so he had kind of dabbled in films while with the WWF, but I think like kind of this thing was the rationale be like, uh, okay, let's just do this other thing for a little while. What, could it be compared to like a like a Jordan leaving to play baseball type of uh 
type of move. Yeah, you could make that comparison. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you want to kind of even take that a step further and compare it to like the whole gambling conspiracy thing, which for anyone who's not heard that, like there's this conspiracy theory that like Jordan's gambling debts and everything had gotten so problematic for the NBA that David Stern made him like leave and then come back. Like it was a suspension, but on the, the down low. I don't prescribe to that theory. I don't think that that's actually true, but I think you could probably hmm. draw some yeah, parallels yeah. between those two things. Sure. But again, he so he was basically gone for a full year, which had never happened prior. Like Hulk was pretty much a fixture. If he wasn't making movies, which started happening towards the late 80s, early 90s, more and more. Uh, but if he wasn't actively making movies, he was like on all those shows and, you know, working a shitload. But between WrestleMania and eight, eight and nine, he was not on the shows like at all. He just showed up right before WrestleMania nine and wrestled on that show, but not in the main event. And again, a little bit more small. <laughs> uh, so simultaneously, while all this is going on, the WWF began to go through a rebuilding period. Uh, the optics of featuring gigantic bodybuilders with impossible physiques like Hulk Hogan and your favorite, The Ultimate Warrior, while the company was under fire for steroids, was not a great one. And so as a result, the company shifted its focus to highlight other performers and kind of raising them up to be the main eventers, namely Brett the Hitman Hart, mm. uh, perennial favorite of the Hardmark podcast. I think he has like at least three matches in the top 10 or yeah. something very close to the top 10. Uh, so Brett was looked at as a reliable wrestler who could be counted on to carry the company into its uncertain future. So he had earned the respect both of the fans and of his peers with his hard work over the better part of the past decade with the WWF. And so I think, like, especially for me as a, like a little kid, I always really, really liked Brett because you saw him rise up in the ranks over the course of like a decade. Like he started out as a tag team guy, then he became like intercontinental champion, and then he became the WWF champion. So you can kind of see that rise through the ranks and like you're rooting for him by the end of it. Yeah. While he wasn't as flashy or as charismatic as Hulk Hogan was, he'd proven himself to be one of the best performers in the WWF and was, was able to deliver on top quality matches. So Brett was going into WrestleMania nine as the WWF champion. He had actually defeated Ric Flair for the title several months prior. His opponent in WrestleMania 9 is a relative newcomer to the company who goes by the name of Yoko Zuna. Sounds sounds like right up my alley. <laughs> I think this, I think this is going to be right yeah, up your alley, yeah. my friend. Uh, so in real life, Yokozuna was a Samoan. He was part of the dynasty of wrestlers that had established themselves in the 1970s. Now in the WWF, he was being presented as a Japanese sumo wrestler, uh, which was not a stretch to believe that this 500 pounder came from that world. This is a big, big man legit 500 pounds and he only got bigger as his career went on like eventually i think he got in like the 650s close to 700 mark how is he today he is no longer with us today <laughs> sorry r.i.p but like yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's, that's not a really legitimate yeah, yeah very heartfelt <laughs> yeah this is 93 so i mean yeah, you know to yeah. think that he was wrestling in the 70s you said no 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 he came from a family of samoans that established oh, themselves oh, in the I thought 70s this was maybe late in his no no he broke so. into the okay then and then you even went so far as to ask <laughs> me if he's what's his deal is today but <laughs> but um yeah no he 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 passed away gosh i want to say in like the 2000s like early 2000s i believe 
of just being really yeah. heavy, basically. Six fifty, you know. Yeah. And that's like I don't even think that's where he maxed out. I think he maxed out in like the seven hundred range. But wow. this is this is him. What, what was it? you said he was in five hundred during this? He was match. right. He was billed at being five hundred and five pounds. I don't know if have that's, we seen a guy that big? I know we've seen like we've seen Andre, which on but Andre was like tall. Andre was like seven feet tall, but uh, he was also like in the four hundred pound range. Like uh, Andre was massive, just like. Because he had like a medical condition, like his hands were gigantic, his feet were like he was just he had agromegaly, which affects like every part of your your body. Uh, this is by far the heaviest man that we've seen so far. So yeah, he's not as tall as Andre, but he's like enormous. Makes it even better. His thighs he knocks that guy down. You know. Well, that's that's the right thing. Right. That's yeah. But his his thighs are the biggest thighs I've ever seen on any human being in my entire that's, life. I'm excited. They're massive. Yeah. Poor Brett. <laughs> poor, poor Brett. Is, poor Brett. Yeah. So we talked about the Samoan heritage. Again, he wasn't being presented as Samoan. He was being presented as a Japanese guy. So Yokozuna had bulldozed through all of the competition. So he made easy work of all the other wrestlers, and he dominated the 1993 Royal Rumble. So that match that we've watched a few episodes ago where Ric Flair won, there was 30 guys in it, etc. Yokozuna had like basically no problem just tossing fucking guys out um which i mean when you're 500 pounds it makes sense that you'd have an advantage in a over-the-top rope battle royal type thing so because he won that that earned himself a shot at the wwf title against brett hitman hart at wrestlemania 9 so ultimately this match comes down to whether brett can pull off the seemingly impossible feat of beating the undefeated yokozuna or if Yokozuna is going to do the same thing to Brett as he's done to everyone else in the WWF. And that is our match here today. Uh, your record, as it stands right now, going into this match, is 21 and 20. Yeah. So you're right on that 500 mark. Right about where I want to be. <laughs> he could be undefeated right now, but he would choose not to. He likes. He's a man of the people. He likes to be humble. That's a, well said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I have actually, the data. Like I could. I mean, you, <laughs> it's true. Just, I've, I've shared this Excel document with him. It's a Google yeah, Sheet. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, he 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 can figure out all the analytics. But you know what? It's all about heart and passion. Right. The most important part of the scientific method. Um, I will really quickly show you. I have a couple pictures. So here, that's kind of like the uh, the title title picture between Brett. Which, you do remember Brett, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, that's Brett on the left and Yokozuna on the right. So, that's kind of them, you know, the, the title card of their, their big match here today. The outfit is thinning on him. <laughs> the, it is. He doesn't look like a 500. No. I mean, he looks like a big boy, but he doesn't... He's a big boy, yeah, but not... Sure. It's the checker pattern, I think. I think it's a slimming pattern. You know, everyone says that yeah. about checkered robes. Uh, so there's one picture. Let's. I'll give you a little action picture mm-hmm. here of the two of them in the ring together too, just so you can kind of get a visualization yeah. of this guy. <laughs> there you go. There, so there, there you it go. is. That so, is not thinning. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the opposite of thinning yeah. would be, but uh, but yeah. So that's it. so he would wear like the traditional sumo. Like I'm not. It's not called this, but the diaper. Yeah. But, but with like the spandex underneath. So so you know, and like that was not hiding anything. But look look at the thighs. The, I bet this is a short short-term match i can't imagine that guy can spend. you are correct <laughs> his it's not going to be like real short it's yeah. not like it's longer than like five minutes for yeah. example but his cardio and his flexibility were surprising for a man i have size. no doubt like they are they're like, yeah they're, but this is not size, a 60 minute no like that guy there's no way his stamina is up to like that kind of that kind of uh, level you were correct yeah. you were correct uh and so uh, 
Any other things around this picture that you have any comments on or want? To is know? that the is this that this match? I don't I don't think this is a picture from that match. Okay. No, but it's the same competitors, but no different match than than what you're seeing a picture of right there. But the size is <laughs> identical. Yeah. The last thing I will show you mm-hmm. before we actually get to this thing, uh, there was it's just sprung to my mind. I wasn't planning on showing this to you before, but so Yokozuna's finishing maneuver. In fact, let's just I'll, I'll take a step back. Bret Hart's finishing maneuver is called the sharpshooter. It's a move where if the guy's on his back, he'll like twist their legs around his leg flip them over on their stomach and like pull back. So it's like a submission hold. If you can see the size of Yokozuna's legs, that may be difficult to pull off on him. So that's Brett's finishing move. And so the question becomes like, can he do that to Yokozuna? This, this is going to be interesting. I'm excited to see what, how this, uh, you haven't heard everything yet. Okay, my friend, okay. Yokozuna's finishing move, mm-hmm. his finishing move is he'll take the guy they're laying down on the ground. He'll pull them into a corner. And then what he'll do, Yokozuna will climb up, not to the very top rope, but to the second rope. And he'll sort of like get some momentum. He'll start like bouncing a little bit. He'll jump up and he lands ass first on the guy's chest. I don't know how he... So he's on the ropes. He's on the ropes. And how much do they... How much can they hold? Obviously, like especially if you're bouncing on them at that weight. It's possible that they could break. In fact, I think so. I think there was one time where they gimmicked it where it broke. Mm-hmm. I think there may have been one time where he did legitimately break the thing off. Uh, but, but, you know, he can do it like they generally they could hold. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Generally, it's not a problem. For the most part, it's really only going to be a problem if they make it to be a problem. Like if it's part of the match, like, mm-hmm. oh, he should break the fucking thing, which I think, again, they eventually did. So that's his finishing move. There is a margin of error to that move. Like if you're doing it safely, it's possible. But you're like basically trying to put the the pressure of you falling on your legs and you're kind of like not just completely squashing the guy. If you can imagine, you get a little sweaty. He wrestles, not that you can see in that picture, but he wrestles barefoot. Mm. Sometimes accidents fucking happen. So let me show you an example of one of those accidents happening. What do you say, Ryan? Let's, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Is it a picture or a motion? Oh, this is going to be a YouTube video, my friend. <laughs> a- All right. Are you ready? So he, what he's doing right now is he's getting ready to climb the turnbuckle. The guy is underneath him right now. Oh my God. Wait for it. Let's go. Let's do. Let's go back one more time. It's just like you can't really fake that, right? <laughs> like, like there was no like he's too big to like land that on his legs and just like he, that was he all usu- ass. Like he, he usually did. So like in that case, he basically landed on like the top yeah, of the like, guy's like your rib. I mean, his throat almost like the was very okay? top of his. I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, Man. he lived. I think. He lived. <laughs> but like that's oh. the most brutal botch yeah. that I've ever seen i think I'll, I'll try and post this to uh um to our social media channels up on our instagram and it stuff. looks like there's not enough leg there to like yeah. really alleviate the ass pressure that's coming if down you're landing us. more on the peck and you're just like you're going to it's not going to be comfortable and probably a little stinky like there's no getting around that but there is a way to somewhat safely do that but his he he his feet i don't slipped. know if i it on the peck either i'd that's where the most meat is. That's like, I mean, I mean, but you also you have bones right there. Like, well, you've you know. got bones everywhere here. I mean, yeah. maybe like the abdomen. 
Yeah, maybe like the pelvis area. Yeah, they did pack. Well, we, when you work out as much as those guys do, you got big packs, okay. so you got a little right, bit more right, meat yeah. there. But that looks that looks so. That's that the bonds. Rough, yeah, that is called the bonsai drop. I want to. I want to see this. I mean, I like Brett, but like I would like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like Brett too. Yeah. But I mean, can he? Can he? In, can he okay. overcome the insurmountable? So that's the thing. Anything else to mention before we watch this You're thing? Good. All right. We're going to be taking a very brief commercial break. We'll come back with our thoughts on Bret Hart versus Yokozuna at WrestleMania 9. Thanks, everybody. Hey, folks. It's Eric. Uh, I really don't have anything prepared to say to everybody, but I know this is sort of the, the, the time where I allot to do that. So I guess uh, all I'll say is... With the holiday season coming up, you probably have a a number of folks that you're going to be giving gifts, whether they be nieces and nephews or uh, parents, uncles, the au pair that happens to be living down the street, whoever this person may be. I'm sure they're looking for only the finest of wares this holiday season, and I can think of no, no better gift no greater treasure than some of the fine doodads and bobbits at the Hardmark shop available through our link tree. Uh, just search Hardmark Podcast. You can find it. It's linked through our Facebook. It's linked through our Instagram. Uh, just visit there. You can find all sorts of t-shirts, hoodies, mugs. Uh, maybe they'll be, I mean, well, the women's leggings. Big hit. Everyone loves the women's leggings. Uh, you know, you if you're a guy, maybe you like leggings. Order up a size or two, and they'll probably fit. I don't know how women's leggings fit in the crotch, but test it out. Let me know how it goes. I'll, re- I'll read it on the podcast. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just, hey, remember, if you want to help support the show, the Hardmark Merchandise Shop is open for business. Uh, I have a pr- few pieces. I'm actually holding the mug right now. I'm holding the thermos, drinking water out of it at the moment. So, you know... I can speak from experience. It's good stuff. And remember, every 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 red cent that, that we make from merchandise, uh, the buy me a coffee, even listening to the show helps. Uh, but all the money that we get goes right back into the show. Uh, you know, I, I'm not buying a summer home with with all the the earnings from Hardmark Podcast. I, contrary to what some of you may be thinking. That's not the case. It's all going back in. So uh, help grow the show. But of course, uh, you know, for those of you who are going in non-Hardmark merchandise directions for for Christmas, uh, I do appreciate you just continuing to listen, continuing to subscribe, continuing to tell your friends. That's almost as good as giving us money. That's nearly as good in the grand scheme of things. So I appreciate that. appreciate everybody who's written a review. Uh, and that's it. I think that's all. That's all I'm going to say here today. Uh, but I hope you've enjoyed the first half of the episode. We're going to go, yeah, we'll go into the second half of this thing. We'll play some audio from the match, and then we'll talk about our thoughts on the whole kitten caboodle. Thanks, everybody. The bell has rung. The match is underway. We've been waiting for it. This is it. WrestleMania 9.
Dr. Fuji, we're trying to listen and pick up what he's saying here, ladies and gentlemen. My uncle, Dumont, is your challenge. If it is dental fortitude, you'd accept my uncle Dumont's challenge. Come on! Come on, you yellow belly, come on! We will put on a new WWF himself. He's right now. He says, if you come here, he says, right now. Let's put the WWF on the line. Right now. Come on. Hulk Hogan to the ring. The crowd wants to get on board. But now Fuji reaching back into his kimono there. And it's got more than a thousand All right, we're back. Hi, everybody. So glad to be with you with a newly employed Ryan Murphy, uh, which we, which we, <laughs> this is, yeah. it's legit a little crazy that I picked this match between Bret Hart and Yokozuna, and I didn't even mention it prior to the break. This match happened in Las Vegas. Where it was iconic. Position in Vegas. Caesar's Palace, probably the most famous casino in all of Las Vegas. Hopefully, we can get another episode in before you move. We, uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll, get, we'll, 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 in, yeah. we'll get one more in. Yeah. Well, there you, he said it, and we're holding him to that. Yeah. Uh, we'll get one more in. But yeah, it sounds like you're moving to Las Vegas, so you could very well be at that venue that we just saw that match. My favorite from. hotel down there. Caesar's? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. I, it's it's on the best part of the strip, too, in my opinion. It's a, it's a nice central spot. Uh, well, yeah. on, I mean, you have, like, the Aria on the other side. There's just not much to do over there. You got a Caesar side, and there's <laughs> more, like, you know, more activities. and Sure. So, in my opinion, Caesar's is a great place to host this event. Luxor is a little far south for me, but their pool I've had some very good experiences at. But, yeah, uh, but yeah I can – Caesar's is a, is a nice location for yeah. sure. Um, okay, so let's talk about the the match, the thing that happened, the stuff that happened. Uh, and, and I'll just ask you, it feels like forever mm. ago already. Yeah. Did you like the match? I did. Okay. I did like the match, actually a lot. Okay, like, good. It's very good. <laughs> One thing that I noticed, and we're not to the ranking yet, so you don't need to worry about you know stressing yeah. out about mm-hmm. it. I just reviewed our top 10. And now that we actually have over 40 matches, I think that this is starting to carry a little bit more weight mm-hmm. now that we're view- reviewing this. There are two wrestlers at present day, right now, right this second, mm-hmm. who have two matches in the top 10. One is Bret Hart. One is Cactus Jack, mm-hmm. which like realistically, like their styles could not be any more different for both of them. But uh, I just thought it was interesting that those are the two wrestlers that have that have two spots in the top 10. They're the only two wrestlers that have that at the moment. It would be interesting to see because you have a bunch of data points in there, right? Like, at this and point, so yeah. Analytics. You science. Could, I mean, maybe Russell we science. could figure out why. Like, you know, what does Cactus Jack offer? Like, what has he done? And he's, you know, like... I don't know if my data is going... I mean, you have I like... I can just tell you. You have like, like 10, 11... 
Hey, what, what did he do in those matches? He just he was willing to put his body on the line, and you fucking did, dig it. Is that a is that a data point we have? <laughs> That's not <laughs> body on the line rating. Okay, Seven yeah. out of ten. No, no, Cactus Jack. He's willing to just go balls out. I mean, he was in the main event of the death match thing. Yeah, yeah. That was just a total battle of attrition. Bret Hart, not like that at all. But like everything that Bret Hart does looks good. It all makes sense. It's not like stretching the lines of believability uh, to a, a r- ridiculous degree. He's modest, you know. He's modest. He's humble. He, he's he's really the the wrestler of the people, the wrestler of the Ryan Murphy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so for, I saw him give those glasses that kid out there. Like <laughs> that's a, that could have been me. That could have been that could have been in a different universe. That could have yeah. been you. But yeah, as far as what we saw, so it kind of kicks off with an interview from Mean Gene. Uh, it kind of rehashed some of the things that happened with Yokozuna. We saw the bonsai drop. That was a little bit more safer than the one we watched before the break. So you kind of saw like, okay, he's not just murdering people every single time that he does this thing. Uh, then we had a brief interview with uh, Hulk Hogan. Any thoughts on the Hulk Hogan? It was a little bit of foreshadowing over yeah, yeah. what was to come. But uh, what did you think of the, the Hulk Hogan interview? I was, that was right there. That was typical Hulk Hogan. That he, was said typical. It, he said the J word. We won't say it on the program, but he did. Was, it was it was jarring. He, like, he dropped it like heavily. Like, I'm surprised yeah, that yeah. Uh, they did not cut that out of the Peacock version, but I guess it was so quick they just overlooked it. Yeah, um, but, but it was. I mean, you, did you catch what the main takeaway from that interview was? I mean, he was like, "We're in your corner. That's my boy." Like you know, it was that he yeah. was like, "Bret Hart's going to take it," and yeah. guess what? And then this is how he finished it. He's like, "Guess what." I'm not how exactly he said it. Hulk Hogan would never say, guess what? But guess what? I'm challenging the winner. And so he said that, but you didn't think in a million years like he was going to do it that same right. night. But anyway, I'm not. I'm getting out of myself. But anyway, that brings us to the match here today. Um, we have, <laughs> there was a little brief interlude where the dude is up. Oh, gosh. Todd Pettengill is his name. That was the name of the dude with the sunglasses that was interviewing out in the stands. He saw the Toga guys. That's the point where you mentioned, like, this 1993 looks like 2003. It was very, like, high quality. Like, I don't... Talking about the video quality? I don't know if it was the video quality, but, like, the, it, even the people didn't look like they were like, out there from, from 93. It looked like... It when you say high quality, you're talking about the, the people were high I quality? Because okay, I so can I think guarantee you they bit, weren't. A, but it looked like it. I, maybe it was, like, the video. Maybe it was... The, I don't know. But, sure. like, it did not look like these... Some, you could tell when you're watching a 1993, like, you know, like, that these people look like they're right from 1993. They're right out, right out of the fucking 80s, like, you know, like, into the early 90s. <laughs> right. This looked more A lot like, of neons. Like, yeah, like, more like today's. A lot of sharp edges. I was surprised it was 93. Like, sure. But, but it was. Here we are. See, it's, it's, it's the upper echelon of fashion because it's 1993 Las Vegas. These are, these are trendsetters here. Not just anybody gets an invite to so WrestleMania. Maybe that was it. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be. They that. were moving in the two thousands. You know, like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> they were already there before yeah. everybody else got there. Yokozuna entrance. We noted how his robe uh, was not as form flattering when he was moving as he was in a still you image. Could see it. Yeah, you could. You could really. You could see that girth. There was that, a lot of girth. That like five hundred pound yeah. girth. Mm-hmm. Still I, flattering, I would say. But how like, do you think that you would deal with being a five hundred pound man? I think I'm. <laughs> I feel like I'm dealing with it right now. Like, <laughs> I am like I feel like I'm starting to like wobble. Like, is this know. the heaviest you've ever been right now? Do you think? Yeah, like I think I've been like, like I've been stress eating. Okay, so like I've been and not like doing much. Sure. Like I played I played a little tennis today and I did you really? Yeah, yeah. And I with I, Greta. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. And you know, winded. Like fuck, I'm a heavy ass guy. I felt like that. I feel what this guy is going through. Like I'm, I'm like trying, I'm like trying to pick out shirts and I'm like I can't even suck it in anymore. Like you know. 
So, but you do recall at camping, you claimed that within two months, you literally set a two month deadline. You were like, "Give me two months, I will be ripped to death." In fact, I, sp- I think you said November eighth, or not November, <laughs> September, September eighteenth. You said, "Give me to September eighteenth, I'll be ripped to death." So I think that's. I think I'm on, and we'll we'll check in. But I think I'm on that pace. Even I would agree with myself as of today. <laughs> I could be on that pace, ripped to death what, by September. What, 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 I don't even know what ripped to So, A, that's not an expression. So, for anyone who was not at this camping trip, which is the majority <laughs> of the people listening right now, ripped to death is not a thing that anyone actually says. But, like, do you mean you're, like, going to be five pounds lighter than you are right now? Because if so, then sure, yeah, I'll believe that's, that. That's unfair. You're downplaying what I'm talking about here. You're talking about, like, having, like, fucking visible abs no, 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 and, like, no, a I'm Ninja Turtle ridge down to your crotch. I'm not crotch. talking, like, I don't, like, Colton, you know. I don't have that. Um... <laughs> So what like, is ripped I, to death mean one, in this context? One eighty, like being able to move, like jog a little bit, like one ninety maybe. What, <laughs> like, what do you? I mean, if you like feel comfortable, twenty five right now. You think you'll be down forty five pounds in two months? That's a little ambitious. I just my said one ninety. Like I what in? I think two years ago I was down to one eighty after like two twenty. Um, I think I'd do it again. I would. I, you know what? If you can make it, if, if that, I, I give you all the the credit in the world, if you can do it, there's going to be a period uh, where you have to acclimate to the Las Vegas lifestyle. And and as we've talked a little bit, I know again this information's fresh. You're like an hour and a half into it. Yeah. People are going to be wanting to visit you, and they're not going to want to visit you and just play solitaire in your apartment. They're going to want to go out. They're going to want to drink. They're going to get it fucked up. So like, just liquor. <laughs> the liquor only Just stay diet. Stay off the beer. Like. That's right. Stay off beer. Which I mean, Las Vegas beer is notoriously bad anyway. Yeah, so you probably yeah. would be okay. But yeah. avoid like the big slushy drinks. Just stick with like yeah. hard alcohol. Yeah, you should on be okay. The rocks like straight. Exactly. You know? Just yeah. vodka. I. That's yeah. It. No. I. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I think we got a good game plan. <laughs> yeah. I think we got a good game plan. Uh, so we go. Okay. So Yoko's entrance. Going back to the match. Uh, Bret Hart. Thoughts on Bret Hart? I mean, we've seen him his a few entrance? times now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, which, like he, his classic Bret Hart. Like, it re- I mean, he, he had his, he had his pink get up on, like, you know, the yeah. sunglasses, sunglasses, the leather jacket. He's out there with the fans, the people. Right. Uh, I said this when we were watching it, and I, and I, and, and the more I'm marinating on it, the more I'm, I'm like. So, and, and for any big wrestling fans out there, I don't know how this will hit you, but whatever. I think. That is, so if you're comparing, if you're saying like who is the greatest wrestler of all time, there's a bunch of different criterias and whatnot that you can kind of put on it. I think like if you're looking at their career as a whole, Shawn Michaels is probably the greatest of all time when just like looking at his entire body of work. I think if you're looking at who was the absolute best at their like peak, who was the, the best wrestler of a, a certain time period of all time, and I can't speak to like you know 70s, 60s, 50s, whatever, but I think Bret Hart, he. Every time we go back and watch a Bret Hart match, it's always entertaining. I am never bored by a Bret Hart match. I always really, really enjoy it. And like his matches, not a lot of guys from the 90s matches like hold up now in 2021. But like every time I watch a Bret Hart match, I'm thoroughly, thoroughly entertained. So that's my bit. That's my that's my spiel, I'm going to say. Yeah. Okay, so as far as the match itself, so it kind of kicks off with Brett hitting a big drop kick. He just starts punching away at Yokozuna. Eventually, he kind of climbs up on the rope, and Yoko like shoves him off, like, get the fuck out of here, pal, that sort of thing. Uh, Brett then gets shoulder blocked out of the ring, and Yoko's kind of preventing him from getting back into the ring. He just starts, like, kicking at him <laughs> over and over. Uh, that's... 
maybe my favorite part of the match is when Yoko is trying to kick at Brett again. Mm-hmm. Brett grabs his foot and ties him up. Like, yep. I thought that was just a fucking... Like, if you're fighting a 500-pound man, fucking tie his shit up and then just start beating the shit out of him. I, I fully agree with that. And that was that was what I knew that, like, Brett was playing this strategically. Sure. And 40 you chess. To, you can't... Yeah, 40, yeah, just like our fucking president. Like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't want to go okay. that Sorry, all. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yes, I mean, like, that's what you had to do in this match. You sure. had to come in. You had to be... Like, he had a couple... Like, there was another move, too. Um, I don't know if he, like... No, I can't remember. But he had two He had two specific strategic moves in this in this uh, okay. match. It'll probably be in my notes eventually. But that's what... You know, you had to play it that way. You can't just beat this guy, like, based off sure. physicality. You're too small. Exactly. You're yeah, not, he's, he's got... Me, he's, like, he's literally yeah. twice your size. So, yeah, you right. got You got to do something you gotta else. You got to wrap him up in the ropes. Wrapped him up in the ropes, started just firing down punches, jumping off the top rope, hitting him with stuff, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, there was the big leg drop from Yokozuna. You were briefly concerned that he would have actually hurt Brett, which I think is partially because, like, yeah, well, the like size ro- of this guy's legs... It looked like he rolled out of it. Like, that was what it looked like. Oh, that's right. Like, yeah, it looked like he that. rolled back before he, like... Sure. His, yeah. Yoko was... Fr- I mean, <laughs> that one botch that we saw before the match, outstanding. Yokozuna was u- generally a pretty safe worker. I think he was taking care... I think he knew sure, how, yeah, no, how I, big I, he was. So, yeah. yeah, that sort of thing. Uh, there was the big USA chant, despite neither man being from the United States. <laughs> you, I didn't I didn't realize that. Either, sure. But that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, like, Brett- and it should be more known. <laughs> that's just like how we are as a, <laughs> yeah. as a country. Bret Hart. So. And like, it was never... <laughs> like they. It's not like they tried to make it a surprise that Bret Hart was from Canada. That was always absolutely part yeah, of his persona. Yeah. Like, this guy's from Calgary. It's so funny. But uh, stuff, yeah, big yeah. USA chant. Mm. Uh, there was that stupid ass nerve hold that yokozuna hit a couple times where he's just like grabbing hold of the guy of bret hart's oh, trapezius really, like, mildly uncomfortable right yeah like there's people that i know that we talked about chris paxton mm-hmm. who if you squeezed your fucking trap like that would be legitimately painful but it's not like an exciting thing to watch as a viewer on tv yeah i like the leg up that brett hit you seemed somewhat nonplussed i like by the it. full like the full range of that like he <laughs> like it didn't look that impressive like nice move it ended up working but like mm-hmm. it was when he took like he got the leg up and they took him down from the back he fully sure. went at, and i like the completion of that that's a yeah. fucking you don't see wrestlers do that ever sure they always like was leave, it David a guy, and Goliath? leave a guy on the ground and like they walk sure. around and, like no, he finished the move like you know <laughs> so i you gotta respect that here's a reason why i like this leg up a lot of guys when they do the leg up they'll just kind of like grab hold of the ropes and just put one leg up and like that and then the guy's just charging into it when brett did the leg up which ordinarily the leg up is a stupid fucking move but when brett did the goddamn leg up against this 500 pound man he put both feet up as like catapulting himself and just thrusted one foot out and then as Ryan mentioned followed up on it. Yeah. So it was like legitimately the best leg up I've ever seen in a in a wrestling match in my follow opinion. Follow up on your work, you know. Follow up on your work. Ryan's corner, follow up on your work, 75 to 80 applications per day. Don't worry about a cover letter. And you follow those steps, you can you too can go to Las Vegas. Uh <laughs> So then towards the end of the match, so I think really kind of the finishing sequence. So they're both in the corner. Brett is like on top of the ropes, kind of just raining punches down. Everybody loves counting. So they're just counting along one, two, three, punch, etc. Then Yoka starts countering and Brett like holds onto the turnbuckle pad. And that's when Yokozuna like pulls him and the turnbuckle pad comes off. You kind of get mm-hmm, a sense of like, mm-hmm. oh, what the fuck's going to happen now? Yokozuna tries to ram Bret Hart's head into the exposed turnbuckle, 
Brett counters, rams Yoko into the turnbuckle, puts him into the sharpshooter, and that's when the cocaine showed up. It wasn't actually cocaine. It was. It was. Better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he looked like he had him, um, but you knew something stupid was going to fucking happen right after that. So, Mister Fuji, who we didn't really talk about at all yeah. here today, but who was a, kind of a big part of the match. Like, yeah, it was a pretty significant. Even yeah, of yeah. of both matches. Spoiler yeah. alert. But uh, yeah, Mister Fuji starts rooting around in his kimono. Eventually, comes out with some non-cocaine powder and uh, throws that into Bret Hart's face as he has Yoko uh, locked into the sharpshooter. Bret's, like, selling the powder in his eyes, and then Yoko, without even doing a move, he just, yeah. like, kind of crawls over and pins him and wins. That was it. You were not happy about that. No, it was bullshit. Like, I mean, and there was no, there was no, spin. it was just, like, powder in the face, okay, you know what's going to happen next, and yeah. he goes and pins him. Like, you, you know, know who also felt that, like that was bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> My guy. Your guy. My new guy. Bret Hart was fucking pissed about yeah. that. Oh, he was pissed about... That. That ending. Oh, he was. Yes. He felt like he was having his legs cut out from underneath him so they, you know, would go in a different direction. So, so. they could bring... Yeah. The, uh... The, the thing that we're about to talk about. Yeah. yeah. So he was not in real life happy about it. He obviously went along with it because he's yeah. a professional. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was fucking pissed about that. He's written all about it in his book. And we can talk about that in just a moment. Uh-huh. But anyway, so Yoko beats Bret Hart. So, so Ryan predicted Bret to win the match. Yoko beat Brett. So Ryan was then very briefly at a 21 and 21 record. And then what do you think happens next? The immortal Hulk Hogan comes out to, how would you phrase this? He take revenge. Redemption. Redemption. And I didn't think he was going to do it. I feel like they always try to talk these guys and and they're just like, they weasel the way. They're like, oh, it's not going to work at this time. Sure, sure, sure. Well, it's funny, too, because, like, so never in the history of the WWF had Hulk Hogan and Bret Hart ever been presented as, like, friends mm-hmm, or buddies mm-hmm. or anything like that. So the idea that Hulk Hogan would well, when come you're fighting against the Japanese, Eric. It's or, true. Like, it's a know. combined force yeah. of, of two faux Americans <laughs> facing off against the Japanese guy. But Hulk comes out, he's confronting Bret, or not confronting, he's consoling Bret. He's kind of, like, making sure he's okay. It's like sitting on him. He was crouching over him in a weird Twice way. he sat on him that way. Like, he did. He wasn't sitting on him. He was crouching over him. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it was weird. I remember even thinking it was weird as a kid. I was like, why do you have to like be over yeah, the top yeah, of him? Like, you can't just yeah. be next to him. Anyway. But then Mr. Fuji gets on the microphone, and then he basically challenges Hulk to a match. And Hulk's like, mm, no, I'm not going to do it. And then he sweetens the pot even more. He's like, we'll put up the WWF title right now. Come on, you yellow belly, da 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 da. And then that's when they had the shot where Brett's still selling his eyes, yeah. still selling the powder. He's like, Get in there, Hulk. Go for it. You fucking get him. Da da da. And then that's when Hulk's like, Oh, and he's looking at the yeah. crowd. The crowd's fucking going ape shit. They're all like, Get him, Hulk. Fucking kill him. And then, uh, and then they have like, How long was that match? 25 seconds Very maybe short. Ryan predicts Hulk Hogan yeah. and what do you know the powder gets thrown in Yokozuna's eyes uh, Hulk uh, I think he clotheslined him big leg drop one two three Hulk Hogan emerges from Wrestlemania 9 uh, as Wrestle as the WWF champion yep so Ryan in this episode of the first time ever that we had two matches back to back like that a one on one record that puts you at I, I disagree 20, I disagree with that Okay, hit, hit me with it. I think it was one match, one belt, and I won. Okay, describe to me the participants of this one match. I so so Brett Brett did lose. Okay, the belt. And who did you say was going to win? I did say Brett. <laughs> and Brett lost. But 
in a normal match, you don't have someone come in and swoop the belt back up for the same match. Well, the match was over. It was the same match. No, it wasn't. The match ended. So so Bret Hart versus Yokozuna ended. Okay. Yokozuna beat Bret Hart I'm for gonna, the title. Okay, okay. I see and you're... then a second match started between Hulk Hogan and Yokozuna. I see what you're, saying. I see, I see what you're there saying. was a clear delineation. So are you saying that Hulk had no business in this match? And he came in and just, he won this belt, like, by the off chance that he happened to be there in his full wrestling gear in 25 seconds. Or did he redeem Brett for losing against, was it like a tag team or just Hulk the sole owner of this match now? I know that you don't like movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have you ever seen Rocky? Any of the uh, Rocky parts films? Of- <laughs> so in Rocky Four, yeah. Apollo Creed fights Ivan Drago. And Ivan Drago kills Apollo Creed in this fight. Uh, Rocky is incensed. He he goes. He trains in Russia, etc. Mm-hmm. He's do, but he's doing it because he's he's fueled by the fire of his of his friend, yeah. competitor, rival Apollo Creed dying, uh-huh. and so he fights Ivan Drago, and then he beats Ivan Drago. Yeah, but that wasn't in the same match. It, neither of these were in the same match because they were both. Two it matches. was in the same fucking match. No, it wasn't. It was on the same ring at the same time. The guy's like. Walking around from his like prior like victory, he's he, Hulk Hogan hops into the ring uh-huh. and and takes the belt. It, there were two matches. No that happened. fans left. Every fan there was there for. They didn't get. They didn't, they didn't come in tickets for two matches. It was one match that they got in. I feel for. like I've spoiled you. So here's the thing about wrestling cards, Ryan. I know you've never watched a wrestling thing from beginning to end. There's multiple matches. If if you watch WrestleMania nine from start to finish, it would be a three but they hour bring event. The people off the ring and they introduce new people into those matches. Not necessarily. Okay. This is this is not will, okay. These were two. We watched Eric, two Eric, matches. I will, here today. I will take your your one on one split. I'll take it. I'll take it like a like a man like a perfect. But take it like a butt plug with a tail <laughs> sticking out of it. It's fucking bullshit. Like. <laughs> I mean, you can have your opinion, but those were two clearly distinct matches with two, uh, with three competitors over the course of two matches. I don't but think they were a different. twenty-five second match is like is. A so if Bret Hart would have run in in the middle of that Hulk Hogan Yokozuna thing. Like what? What then? Is that like still the same? Nothing, like it doesn't matter. Like it was. One, he wasn't a legal competitor. So if Hulk Hogan had shown up at any why point. Why was in that Hulk first, Hogan a legal competitor? Because it was a different match. He was helping his friend. He happened. He was an innocent bystander, and then Mister Fuji, who he should be mad at, not me. Mr. Fuji was like, come on, American piece of shit. Uh, we chal- me and my Yokozuna, we challenge you for the WWF. We put the WWF. Come on, you yellow belly. Like, that's what happened. Okay. It was okay. match, okay. Okay. challenge, okay. challenge accepted, match, okay. Hulk Hogan's champion. I, again, like I said, I'll accept your one-on-one. I mean, that's how it's going to be that's anyway, how, so you can accept just... it or not. What are you doing with the microphone? Stop tinkering with it. Is that, can Is, you hear it? Yes. Fuck. I can always hear I it. I can't control my hands, especially like... That's why I have a fucking no. uh, it's okay. stress ball, I'll Ryan. I'll take your one-on-one. Just... No. <laughs> Come on. You're killing me. So anyway, so that brings Ryan's record to 22 and 21 uh, for next episode, which I don't even know what it's going to be. We'll see. It always it, it it's it's a fluid... It's a fucking thing, man. It's just... It's a living, breathing entity. Bring it back to Tampa Bay. Bring it back. I'll do, I'll do what I can. Yeah. I don't know. We might have some special guests. I mean, if this is the Dirty last... Florida. If this is the last episode of like in-person hardmark for the, at least a little while, I don't know. We might have to do something special. No. I'm not really sure. We'll see. Um, but I think we're good. I think we're done. Okay. Should I rate this? 
Oh yeah, fuck! Jesus, I almost fucking Eric. holy shit! This is my first time being here, I guess. Uh, yeah, let's let's do science. Let me let me rate this. Yeah, this was a good match. I actually yeah, I really we have to do two things. I'm then. still considering this one match, and I'll accept your one. No, one no, one. no, no. These are two matches. You have to rate each one individually. Come on, this is two matches, Ryan. No, that Bret Hart versus Yoko's one, and then Hulk versus Yoko's one. That's rate shattering. I don't even know what the fuck I'm going to do now. What word did you just say? Rate shattering. Right. <laughs> I don't even know how to how to I do don't this. Know what that I, I, my whole thing's been shattered. This was one match. No, these are two matches. I can't do two matches. You ma- have to. That's the rules. Unbelievable. We watched two matches. This is, this is getting The out bell of, rang twice. This is getting out of The bell rang twice. The bells are what constitutes a match. This is out of hand. The bell rings at the start and the bell rings at the end. And then the and so when you have four total bells, that's two total matches. But it's one watch. Doesn't matter. It's we, we went in there for one watch. We were doing something new, something unexpected, something that the people are fucking psyched about. I this know is gonna. This is gonna. Okay. Okay. We can do this. Yeah. This is gonna pull Hulk Hogan down a little bit. Like, D- do what you. This is scientific. There were two matches. I, guess I, I don't even know how I would. Oh, this is up to you, man. This is all on you. Don't let the listeners down. The marker maniacs. They're counting on you for the hard science. So let's start with the first part. I know you were disappointed by the finish of that match between Bret Hart and Yokozuna, but you seem to enjoy the rest of it. So what are you thinking about that initial thing? I mean, like, it would be <laughs> just broken my heart here. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, I thought it was this is like clear. You got a win or a loss. Okay. All right. So two winners, um, two distinct winners. If you look in, if you look in the, in the, in I'm the annals, if you, hold on, shut up. If you look at the, <laughs> if you look at the annals uh-huh. of WWF championship history, it would say Bret Hart, Yokozuna, Hulk Hogan. It doesn't skip from Bret Hart to, to Hulk Hogan. Okay. Yoko okay. I won the try, title. I want to try to be fair. And it's Please. not, this isn't for fair once to in your match. life. This is, you, your this life. is your fault for fucking this up. Oh, don't Jake Roberts. This me. is your fault here. Like, okay, sure. And I want to, so I'm going to try to be fair. Please. Because I liked what happened. This will be a refreshing change. <laughs> I liked what happened at the end of the match. I liked Hulk stepping in there. Okay. I did. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was my first Hulk match I think what I liked. What are you doing right now? You're being like weird. Am I? Yeah. I was going to rate one match, not to rate two. I'm like having that, like, I'm processing this right now. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I'm, it sounds, I'm not sure if you like did a line of Coke or something outside and then you came I'm, back. And I'm it's weird. A, You're like all like, amped up. There's a lot of energy going on through me, like right now. There's been a lot going on. <laughs> and now right. you've split these matches. Right. And, I, okay. I knew that this was happening, you know, even though you didn't. Doesn't that doesn't help my like? I thought I was rating one match. No, you're rating two. We've, okay. we've done six matches in an episode before, Ryan. This should be I would old say, hat. Okay, so I would say like the 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 first match okay. would be like I gotta put it like somewhere it wasn't that interesting now that it's split. Okay. Uh so I but it was good. It was good. It was a good Brett match. Like I like maybe I put it nineteen. Oh, so it's not gonna be a third match in the top ten for Brett. No, no. Now that okay. you're splitting them up, like Stop saying that. Stop saying it's my fault. It is this. your fault. This should have been one. Um, so night. So above uh, Okada versus Shibata is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I put a 19, and okay. then I do. Okay. I mean, so we're now we're putting Hulk in here. And I liked what happened. That made that made the match. I think I would put it. So this 25 second match where there's salt. In the face of Yokozuna, and then two moves. But the, but the fans were like they were so into it. The fans were that's where into so it. the real passion of wrestling comes out, right there. Like you know, yep. USA, like USA. That's <laughs> finally, right. they're we chanting for USA. We, we finally get an American so, in there. 
I, um, <laughs> I, I think I, maybe I put it like the new number 12. Holy shit, this is the highest Hulk Hogan match by like a significant margin. Okay, so this is going to be the new 12. So that actually bumps Brett and Yoko versus to down to 20. But you're you're cool with all okay, that. Okay, yeah, that's that's fine. Okay. If I have to split it, Jesus, like, <laughs> there's a lot it's to take not, on right it, there. It's really not. It's really not that hard. You're making this, like, this is just. It should have been one match. It should have been one match. It should have been one match placed in one Take spot. it up with the WWF record keepers, dog. Don't, don't, don't if do they both won the title, Brett to Yoko to Hulk, then that's two matches. If Hulk would have shown up at any point during the Brett versus Yoko thing, that would have like been a tag team match. No, it was no, like a tag team. Sh- sh- Shutty uppy. That would have been a disqualification. <laughs> the, the match would have been thrown out because Hulk Hogan interfered. But because the match was over, now it's a separate match. Where if Bret Hart would have shown up in the middle of that shit, then then it would have been a disqualification. I disagree. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not wrong. I just disagree. Like, okay, so I disagree 12. with the uh, 1912. Got this, it. Okay. Yeah. Anything, okay. else, anything right. else you want to say about that? Because you're wrong about the other things. <laughs> no, I'm good. It's two I'm matches. Done. Okay. I'm done. Uh, I'm glad we got a nice little argument in. The people would be disappointed if we didn't get that. Let's finish this out with Eric's yeah. Wisdom Tree. Yeah. Then I have to like pee and you probably have to like figure out, oh, how am I going to move to another state? Right. Flushable wipes are not as flushable as you think. I don't think anyone disagrees with that. I think they're a problem for like <laughs> the city. <laughs> yes. Uh, I remember last year, sometime during COVID, there was big signs on the street. And I don't know why this came up during COVID, but they're like, please do not like flush wipes. Like a big, like one that was of those, a COVID thing. I don't know if it was a COVID thing, but like, on, the city of Bothell had like one of those big signs up that was like, you know, yeah, those don't flush flushable pixels. wipes. Like, yeah, don't flush flushable. Yeah, don't flush wipes. Don't flush like huh. only flush toilet paper. But I mean, like they had, yeah. But obviously, it became a problem because, like, this. So I don't. I, I thought I was doing the right thing. I was following the instructions on the flushable wipes. I was only doing one at a time. Yeah. Uh, admittedly, my poops were worse uh, lately. So it was like, you know, like a three, not at a time, but three, you know, successive flushes. But uh, yeah, it fucked up my pipes Just real bad. Take it. I. Okay. I need bidets, is what I need. Bidet I think I just need a bidet. Or take a shower afterwards. Like, I don't like. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I all it. my I I'm in the I'm morning guy, so I just take a shower sure. and you know we call it good. So, but short long story short, it was like two grand to fix my fucking pipe, so I was getting Ooh. sewage backed up into my shower into my <laughs> toilet. So fucking don't flush flushable wipes, wow. just throw them away. You had an issue with that, yeah. Father's Day weekend, uh, yeah, sewage backed up. I had to have two separate plumbers with because the first plumber is like, I don't have enough tools for this, and so we need to get another set of plumbers out. So don't flush flushable wipes unless you're, like, fucking sure that your goddamn pipes can handle it. Otherwise, don't worry about it. And that's and that's Eric's wisdom tree. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. Just don't worry about it. And I'm sorry I didn't do the cool, like, fucking thing with the making my voice all equity, but I really have to pee real bad, so... <laughs> Uh, anything else, Ryan? I'm good. Well, if you're not hard, get hard. <laughs> Once you get hard, stay hard. Uh, tune in for next episode, the final in-person hard mark for the foreseeable future, and we'll send Ryan off in style. Maybe we'll have a Stein hole. I don't know. I'm not really sure what we're going to do, but we'll do something cool. Uh, check it out. Take a sleazy, everybody. The naked chicken chalupa tingled my lips. Yeah.